You know, let me ask you a question. When you look at your life, you think about your life, where is the place that feels dead? As you examine your life over the last two years, think about your life, the things that you've been through, where is the place or the places in your life that you feel no hope? Where you've just kind of given up, you've thrown in the towel and you just assume that's the way things are supposed to be. And maybe for some of us, it's our marriage. Or we, we've, we've tried everything. We've, we've done all the right things. We've gone to counseling. We've read the books. But nothing seems to solve the problem that we have. Maybe for some of you, it's your future. You went to all the, the right schools. You, you got the, the right job. But no matter how hard you work, the work that you do, your boss just seems to overlook. And you never get the promotion. Just the way it's going to be. Some of you, it's the battle in your mind, the battle with anxiety and and worry. No matter how hard you try to not be anxious or worried, it just keeps creeping in. Maybe it's the battle with depression or loneliness. Sure, you have a couple bright days in the year, but it just feels like the dark clouds just continue to press in. Maybe for some of us, it's our kids and their future the hope that one day they would accept Jesus. Maybe for some of you, it's the journey just to have kids. What's the area in your life that you feel no hope, where it feels hopeless? You see, I would bet that every single one of us has those areas, has those places in our life. And what that means is we can relate to Mary Mary found herself in a hopeless situation, but that all changed when she met Jesus. Jesus gave her hope and value when she had none. And here we are 2,000 years later celebrating Easter, the resurrection of Jesus. And what we often forget about the resurrection is Jesus took the most hopeless and dim situation and he flipped it upside down through his resurrection. And here's what that means for us. Here's the impact that that has. Is that through his resurrection, through Christ's resurrection, he provided for you and I hope in any and every circumstance. It doesn't matter what you're facing today. It doesn't matter how big that mountain seems or how hopeless the situation is. You can have hope because today we celebrate that Jesus is alive. And there's power through his resurrection. You see, if we just look at Mary's story and we, we say, you know what, Jesus just cast out those seven demons. He just healed Mary. We miss the point. Jesus gave Mary hope. Hope in him. That he overcame her sin and her shame and he gave her value and purpose. And ultimately, Mary's story is a picture of the power of the resurrection, the power that the resurrection can have in my life and in your life. In fact, look, look what the Apostle Paul says about that power. He says in Romans 8, he says, but if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, even though we're all going to die, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life, life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. 
And so what the Apostle Paul teaches us about the resurrection, about Easter, what we celebrate today is that he says, if Christ is in you, it's important to know that. What he's saying is if you know Christ as a personal savior, if you've trusted in him, in his cross, in his resurrection, he's become your forgiver and your leader. Christ lives in you, and he says when he lives in you, he gives you life. Jesus actually said these words, I've come to give you life and life to the fullest. And so as we celebrate this holiday, what we have to understand is Christ's resurrection didn't just save you from something, Christ's resurrection saved you to something. That he wasn't just saving you from, from all of eternity, he wasn't just changing your future. Can I tell you today, Christ's resurrection will change your today and your tomorrow And what I hope for you today is that you would grasp and understand the power of the holiday that you celebrate, of Christ's resurrection in your life. And I want to walk practically through those three powers that it has on our lives. The first power is is the greatest power. It's the power of sin is broken. See, here's what the Bible teaches us from, from cover to cover. It teaches us that we are all sinners, so I'm not picking on anyone, I'm picking on everyone. That feels kind of good, huh? And so the Bible teaches us that, that we are all fall short of God's standard. We all are born in opposition, in rebellion to God. And the problem with that is it means we are all born into slavery. That sin is our master, and sin puts shackles, chains, on us. We live in bondage. And in response to the power of sin over our lives, here's what all of us do at first. We try to overcome that bondage through being good. By being a good person, by doing good deeds, by tradition and religion, and we hope and we pray that it will break us free from the bondage and the slavery that we're in, but we quickly realize it doesn't. We do all the good, and yet we still find ourselves in chains, in shackles, because nothing we can do can break this curse, break these weights and this bondage. That's why this weekend is so important, because through the cross of Jesus Christ, he paid a penalty that I couldn't. He died in my place, and then three days later, he rose from the grave to give me victory over it. And Paul says, if you believe in that and you surrender to that, Christ releases the shackles and you walk into freedom. And if you know Christ as your personal savior, every Easter should be a reminder of how grateful you should be in awe of what Jesus has done for you. That you can stand here today and say, I am no longer a slave to sin because of what Jesus has done for me. Because the power and the curse of sin is no longer holding me in shackles because of Jesus. So the power of sin is broken. The second power is the power to give us life now. See, I think one of the biggest problems or one of the things we miss the most about Easter is Jesus didn't just come to change your future. He came to change you today. He came to change your life right now. Can you imagine the story if Jesus meets Mary possessed by seven demons and he said, you know what, Mary? 
It's gonna be bad for a while, but don't worry, your future looks great. That'd be a pretty crappy story on Easter, wouldn't it? Like, oh, hey, good luck, Mary, suffering through all that stuff. Don't worry, your future is gonna be good. No, Jesus changed her life right there and right then. And can I tell you today, Jesus can do the same thing for you. He came to change your life, and here's how he does it. He doesn't always change our circumstances. He doesn't always give us the life that we imagine for ourselves, but he gives us gifts. You know what Jesus will give you through the power of his resurrection? He'll give you a peace that will make absolutely no sense. A peace that when your life is, is not going the way you want it to, somehow you feel calm and firm in him. When everybody else thinks you should be falling down, you're standing tall. You know what Jesus will give you? He'll give you a hope that isn't based off your circumstances. In any and every circumstance, you will have the hope of the resurrection. You know what he'll give you? He'll give you a joy that isn't based on all that you have or the little that you have. You'll just have joy in every season and in every circumstance. You know what he'll give you? He'll give you a love that no one can take away or steal from you. A love that isn't based on how you perform or how you act. A love that is unconditional, that never will go away. And those gifts from Jesus will change your life. When you don't feel value, when you don't have purpose, Jesus will give it to you because he did it for Mary. He came to change your life right now and tomorrow. But the third power is he gave through the power of his resurrection the power to give us life forever. That one day, if we are in Christ, we will get to see the savior of the world, the one who died in our place and defeated death. That all the chaos and the pain and the suffering of this world will one day go away because of Jesus' resurrection. And so we have the hope of today, but we also have the hope of our future, that we will get to spend in paradise with Jesus, that he made a way so that we could be with him for all of eternity. That's the power of Easter. It's the power of the resurrection. The question is, is have you experienced it? See, what I'm afraid is, is many of us who show up to church on Easter, we know the story. Right, you could come, you could have walked in here today and be like, I, I bet you they're gonna talk about Jesus being alive. We're gonna be all excited, we're gonna shout, we're gonna clap, and it's gonna be great. You know the story of Easter. But have you walked in it? Do you live in it? And have you experienced its power over your life? Can I tell you the only reason I can tell you of how powerful it is is because I've experienced it. The resurrection of Jesus has changed my life and is still changing my life. And my prayer for you and me is the same prayer Paul prayed. He says, I want you to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection so can you honestly say that in any circumstance and in any situation you have peace and hope and joy and love have you experienced Christ's resurrection well I want to give you an opportunity to do that and so if you pray with me if you bow your heads 
You know, maybe you're here today and, and you're ready. The Spirit's drawing you. The truth is, is we've, in Christianity, we've made salvation a prayer, but all it really is is a cry of your heart. And you're ready to cry out to God in, in faith. Here's what I challenge you to say, and, and don't say it to me, say it to him. God, I'm, I'm a sinner. I've lived in rebellion to you. And I've tried everything, God, to solve that problem that I made. Nothing works. But Jesus, you solved it for me by dying in my place and wearing and taking on the shame and the punishment of my sin. And three days later, Jesus, you gave me the victory. You released those chains from me. And so today, Jesus, I am boldly and courageously saying, I believe in that. I believe that you died for me, and I believe three days later, you are alive. So God, would you forgive me? Forgive me of my sin, past, present, and future. And would you lead my life? I'm surrendering to you, submitting to you. Today, I want to experience the resurrection power of Jesus. If you said those words and you believed them in your heart, the Bible says that you will be saved. That's what I would challenge you to do is just tell somebody. Tell the person who invited you. Tell a friend or a family member. Tell one of our staffs. You can go to Next or you can go to I Want That Info. Let us know. We want to celebrate with you. So let me pray for us. Father, thank you for Easter. How can we as Christ followers not be ecstatic and celebrate for what you accomplished for us? May it continue to change our life each and every day until we get to see you face to face. In Jesus' name, amen.